The online business world has been shifting for a while now because the way that consumers engage has changed. I am going to give you the Cliff Notes version here and how this relates to shifts that you are seeing in your business and the way that you need to adapt. Like, how can I make this fun? How can I learn something new? How can I adapt? How can I change? Like, maybe we can even bring in more revenue and more ideal clients than we could even do in our like original platform. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. The online business world has been shifting for a while now, and I've been hearing people talk about it a lot. To be honest, I've also been seeing a lot of people complain about it too, which I can get. It can be frustrating when you spend all of your time setting up marketing in a specific area and then it shifts. And Instagram isn't working like it used to. It's harder to reach your audience, algorithm changes, feature updates constantly, advertising and copy is also shifting. Like there are a lot of changes happening because the way that consumers engage has changed, which sees an interesting double-edged sword if you're an online, let's say, B2B business as well, because we're even more in tune and aware of marketing practices, the shifts that are happening, et cetera. So you kind of just get this echo effect, I feel like, but I digress. I want to tell you a story and you might know it. It's called Who Moved My Cheese, written by Dr. Spencer Johnson, and it is quite an old story. I am going to give you the Cliff Notes version here and how this relates to shifts that you are seeing in your business and the way that you need to adapt. Okay, so this is a story about two mice and two little people, and I mean like little, like they're the size of mice, okay, and they all four live in a maze in houses side by side in one corner of the maze and this story has them in the very beginning going out to search for cheese because each one of them knows that the cheese is what they need to get what they want in life so the cheese might help one of them get the family in the perfect house in the suburbs that they've always wanted help another one of them have that dream job that they've always gone after it ties together all of their loose ends and is the missing puzzle piece to reaching their version of quote-unquote success let's say so these four characters are called him and ha they're two little people and sniff and scurry are two little mice okay so the four of them go out as soon as they start living in this maze every day looking for cheese They know that they need this cheese to reach success. And the maze is extensive. It's elaborate. Man, do they get tired walking around searching, going home at the end of the day saying, well, we didn't find it today. You know, oh, well, let's try again tomorrow. And eventually, they go out and they find the cheese. They find a huge area of cheese, in fact, more cheese than they could have ever imagined. 
and the four of them start really enjoying life. They walk there or run there every single day, enjoy their cheese, walk back home, do it all again the very next day. And him and Haas start to get really comfortable. And they start to say, wow, you know what? There's enough cheese here to last us our entire lifetime. We don't even need to go anywhere else. Look at all these piles and piles of cheese. Let's just stay here. They kick off their running shoes. They get comfortable. They stop even bringing them with them. And every day they take a slow meandering walk back to the cheese heaven. While Sniff and Scurry, every day, they keep their running shoes around their neck just in case they need them. They get up bright and early, head over to the cheese, and they start to notice some changes. They start to see the cheese is dwindling faster than they realized it would. They're taking stock and they're starting to observe these changes over a period of time, while him and Ha are so consumed in these small piles of cheese in front of them that they don't notice the larger piles behind are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So the two wise mice, Sniff and Scurry, decide, you know what, I can see where this is headed and I want to do something about it. So they put their running shoes on and while they're still enjoying the cheese that's in the current cheese heaven that they found, they start looking for somewhere else. And they say, you know what? If we found cheese once, I know we can go out and we can find it again. So they start searching. And it's not quick. It takes them time. They go. They explore different parts of the maze. They come back. They try again the next day, the next day, the next day. And then they find an even bigger cheese heaven. Grander than the one that they thought would be the largest one that they'd ever seen before. Blows it out of the water. They can't believe it. So they stop going to the original one. They spend their time going there and then not getting complacent. They continue to search the maze and just start to learn where all the different cheese heavens are, which they find more of them. Meantime, him and Ha are stuck in what they know. They're going back to the same place. The cheese is starting to dwindle and they're now noticing. And while him is still stuck in the mindset of not wanting to leave because this feels comfortable and this feels safe. Ha is saying to him, you know what, I think that we should go and I think we should look somewhere else. But him does not budge. Him says, you know what, no, this is what we know. I'm comfortable here. I like it here. Let's stay here. I'm sure more cheese will come. Cheese got here in the first place. Cheese is going to return. Don't worry. Until finally, Ha was hungry. It had been days without food. And he said, you know what? What would you do if you were not afraid? And he gathered up his courage and he jogged into the unknown. And he felt lost. But it wasn't long until he found his way. Smell the cheese often so you know when it's getting old. That's what he said. Take stock of what's happening with it so you know when it's getting old and you know when you need to look for new cheese. And he went out and he explored very similarly to the mice and he eventually found himself the brand new mecca of cheese heaven, okay? He was very happy there and Ha remained hungry, eating these tiny little crumbs of cheese left where he was for a really long time. And as Ha went around, he made several sayings. He said, when you change what you believe, you change what you do. So if you believe that the cheese is going to stay there, if you believe that the cheese is going to come back to the same place, even though it's disappeared, you'll continue to show up in that place. But if you believe there's cheese somewhere else, then 
that will change your behavior and you will go and find it. If you believe you can find new cheese, the mere belief will help you make it happen. That's what he said. Cute little character. So soon enough, he found that bigger station of cheese, had more than he could imagine, and they enjoyed cheese for a really long time. And and this really comes back all the way around. It can be something related to life, to business, and in this case, marketing. Marketing has never been stagnant. And I think that this space is seeing change and thinking, oh my gosh, how could Instagram change? How could it do this to us? We've set up our businesses around this. But the reality is, and the harsh truth is, is that we have acknowledged for a long time that you need an omnipresence, that you need different channels, and that you need an email list, right? Because marketing has never been stagnant, never idle. It has been constantly changing and evolving since the first print ad came out in 1704. And with it, businesses and marketing teams have been continuously evolving to suit the needs of the market and consumer interests. This time is no different. So I say all of this to reassure you, there is so much more cheese out there. There is so much. We have not even hit like the tip of the iceberg in terms of where business and marketing is going in the future, all right? So rest assured, there is plenty out there. And it's why I talk so much about having an alternative, like an email list that you own versus social that you rent. And while social is wonderful, and there's so much that we can do with that, you don't have control of the shifts and the changes and whether or not people stay on that platform. And then the next layer really is building in that omni-channel marketing. So when one area is ebbing, the other area is flowing. And that is the sweet spot. I will tell you, it takes time. So I don't want you to feel like if you've only got one or two channels at the moment that that's not enough because you can slowly layer on pieces. I don't want you to feel like you need to go out there and you need to have a million things going. Not at all. Even for my business, if you look at it, it looks like we've got a lot of um, marketing channels at the moment, but I put each piece on one at a time. I mastered each one and then moved on to the next and the next and the next. And I also went in with the knowledge and awareness that it was going to be a long game. There is very little marketing efforts out there that are instantaneous, okay? Most of the time we are putting our energy into something that's going to reap a us rewards later and that's beautiful because if you can do work like for example we've had PR um, and podcast interviews that have brought us clients over eight nine months later brought us high ticket clients so you can thank your past self and say oh I'm so glad that I did that I'm so glad that I pitched there I'm so glad that I did this interview because look what it's done for us down the line and it really does start to compound which is so so beautiful to see. So the big question is, what can you do now if you're noticing fewer leads or wanting to expand and bring on more clients or serve clients, let's say, in a one-to-many capacity, do something a little bit different, i.e., what can you do now if you need more lead generation? And the answer is adapt because the cheese is not coming back to exist in the same way that it did. And that doesn't mean it's disappearing from Instagram forever or social forever. No way. We're definitely going to continue to see that morph and shift and change in different ways. But it does also mean that there is cheese out there in other platforms that you can go and tap into now if you're seeing changes here, okay? And you can start to build an omnipresence and build in marketing channels that support you, not just for right now, but for down the line. Because if you have been noticing a change for a while, and I've heard some clients say this before taking moves and making shifts, saying, oh, I just feel like I'm not signing as many clients and I feel like this and that. 
my first question is always like, okay, well, how long have you noticed this? Let's start tracking. Let's get our data out, right? And then my second piece is, okay, well, have you made any changes? If you've seen this in, you know, three months or in six months and you're still continuing to repeat the same pattern, that means that you're going back to the same cheese heaven, right? (laughs) The empty one and there's nothing left there. I mean, in this case, like I said, Instagram isn't like completely going away or anything, but for the sake of the story. Now, that means that it's time to go and find new cheese. It's time to shift and adapt and change, okay? So the more that you wait around hoping it's going to revert to the old ways, the more time and opportunities for new cheese are passing you by. So when I started to experience a change in our lead generation last year, because I feel like this shift has been happening in the online space for like, let's say nine plus months-ish, I took massive action. I didn't wait around longer than a few months to see that things were shifting before we changed our marketing strategy, creating strategic collaborations, doubling down on our omnipresence, and started supporting our ideal clients in a different way because no business is immune to change in the market. And we constantly need to be aware of what's happening and then adapting to it. And I think it's quite fun. And the way that I try to approach business is like, how can I make this fun? How can I, how can I learn something new? How can I adapt? How can I change? How can we, like, maybe we can even bring in more revenue and more ideal clients than we could even do in our, like, original platform, right? Make it fun. It doesn't necessarily need to be like, oh, no, emergency mode. We need to do X, Y, and Z as fast as we can. Instead, it's about, okay, yes, making big goals and making big change, but doing it in a way that you're enjoying the process because otherwise I think there's no point. We have to enjoy what we're doing. So I'm always reminding myself, this is a small side tangent, I'm always reminding myself, and this should be like a whole podcast episode in and of itself, of how can we have fun? How can we enjoy what we're doing? That said, bringing these two pieces together of the market is shifting and then wanting to have that enjoyment, the first thing that I recommend that you do if you're feeling this change or you wanna increase your legion anyway for growth toward a new revenue stream or an extended revenue stream, I recommend that you conduct a SWOT analysis and SWOT stands for strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Decide first the objective of your SWOT analysis. So if it's because you are not seeing the leads that you want, you're gonna look at it through that lens. If it's because you think leads have dried up or changed in a certain avenue, you're going to look through that lens. If it's because you want to bring in a new arm of your business, say you want to bring in an agency model or you want to start doing digital products or courses, you can look through that lens. Okay, that's step one. Then step two is I want you to list out your business's strengths. So what is going well in the business right now? From big picture things to small little things, what's going well? And then step four, list out the weaknesses. Same thing, big and small. Step five, list out potential opportunities you see through the lens that you were looking at, okay? Then step six, list potential threats to your business. What might happen if you continue to stay where you are or if something else occurs, etc. And then number seven, looking at all of those pieces, establish priorities from the SWOT. So that's where you start to say, okay, if this is where we are with our strengths, our weaknesses, our opportunities, and our threats, I think that we should do this. And then the next phase is really creating a plan to go from there. 
So when one-on-one mastermind clients come to me and say that, you know, lead gen has changed or they don't feel like they're bringing in the same clients as they did three to six months ago, et cetera, this is really the first place that we start. And I really recommend that you do this as well. And this helps to support their expansion no matter what's happening in the market, right? You should always be doing a SWOT analysis. Um, I recommend really doing it like biannually, depending on what's happening in your business, but you can always have it in your back pocket to pull out if you see shifts and changes, et cetera. And then the key is after you have your plan, you need to stick with it because you know how they say you won't see results from the gym until after 12 weeks. And that's just the beginning of those results, right? The same is true for your business. Most things will not come overnight. You have to be patient. And if you want to see change happen, you have to be willing and ready to put in the hard work, even if it feels like the needle isn't moving. And knowing that it is contributing to getting that snowball ready to roll and that it will in fact roll. And that's where, you know, I mentioned before when we made shifts and changes last year, you know, we made changes and we didn't see the results of those changes until about three months later. You know, some little things here and there, but for the snowball to really full on be rolling, and just to give you context that we are very used to being an instant gratification, like, you know, millennial, Gen Z, world we have to be a little bit patient we have to be willing to plant seeds and then watch them grow so all that said have a think about your marketing have a think about um who moved my cheese and if you've been feeling a shift how you can take action to get the support to help you know navigate these changes and stay tuned because doors to my mastermind freedom found collective open this week it's the highest level of working with me the greatest support and there are three massive bonuses that i'm giving away If you want to hear more about that, send me a DM on Instagram at crystal, K-R-Y-S-T-L-E, crystal.church with the letters FFC and your favorite emoji. And I will share those details with you before anybody else and go have a beautiful, beautiful day. Remember that things are always going to shift and always going to change. And while everybody else freaks out about it, you can just slowly start to lay the groundwork for your next steps. Believe in you, sending you a big hug and have a beautiful day. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please head over to leave a review and subscribe to the Freedom Found podcast. It means so much to our growth and being able to reach and support more business owners like you. Have a beautiful week and I'll catch you next time.